It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. <laughs> now put your hands all over to, me. What am I supposed to know here? Oh my god! <laughs> is, that, is that what we're? I guess. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna keep that in, but welcome to the fucked up. Keep pod. it in. Keep it in. Welcome to if the. If you get rid of that, you're gonna have to get rid of half the shit I say. So that is you're gonna true. Have to keep that in. I guess. There's no, there isn't. This is, uh, this is just a train ride shit show of a podcast, <laughs> and I welcome you on it. Thank you. It's, I'm, ha- you were, you're like a legend in the scene. I knew about what you. Scene? <laughs> what scene? What scene? You call that riffraff in Rhode Island a scene? <laughs> the Rhode Island, <laughs> Cape Cod and Rhode Island. That's where you're a legend. Mm. The two biggest uh, scenes in the East Coast. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm nobody now. You're a New York comic. I'm a no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're an, uh, a. New I'm York. a nobody here. Does that feel good? Yeah. Do, you're t- you're so long into it. Uh, ten years. Ten years. It shows. Yes. <laughs> Are you? Thank you. I have. I got some gray hairs and shit like that. <laughs> you don't. You look like you would age worse than you do. You uh, look pretty good. You look like a young Santa Claus. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you need Mrs. Claus in your life. Yeah, a young Santa Claus. That's nice. He got is. his whole life ahead of him. <laughs> exactly. Before he settles for a dinner. You're going to be in charge of so many midgets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're called elves. <laughs> oh, are we not allowed to call them midgets who make toys anymore? I don't think any midgets like being called midgets. And these midgets get to like <laughs> say, no, we're really elves. I mean, they... That does though. All of my audience are little people. Get the fuck out! It's children and little people. That's who I attract. No, I mean that's shit. a weird. Place. I shouldn't say I attract the children. That's not the way to say it. I mean, well, you know, when you're when you're doing what you're trying to do, you do. <laughs> when things are working, you should be. When a, you get a good deal on taffy, <laughs> that's what you do. Taffy and fudge. Taffy and fudge. I'm not a taffy guy. <clears throat> You're not a taffy guy? I'm not a fudgy. It's probably because you're not 87 years old. <laughs> you would think that old people would like would hate taffy because it's so hard on your teeth. Yeah. But because like how do you think they lost their teeth? <laughs> the, Eating taffy. The taffy teeth genocide <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of the 1930s. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, we didn't find our car was bad until recently. For a while, people thought it was healthy to eat taffy. Like, mmm. Yummers. It tastes like strawberry. That's the same as eating eating fruit. It says strawberry right on the wrapper. Comedy is not a good way to be healthy because like the only thing no. you can get after a show is like fast food. Yeah. Also, it's not a way or wellness is another word I'm learning here in New York. Wellness. It, you know, wherever you can buy kombucha, they're gonna talk about wellness. <laughs> The next time you go back to Boston, you're going to be fit. You're going to be ripped. You're going to look like... I already fucking feel better. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Just walking around all the time. Your skin looks healthier. I'm sleeping better, too. Are you? Yeah. It's not on a couch. I'm walking walking at least two miles a goddamn day. That's great. All the time. Is that the, like, most fitness you've ever done? (laughs) No. I was actually pretty (laughs) active up until... 
up until eh, maybe around senior year of high school, I stopped giving a shit. <laughs> okay, I thought it was going to be like <laughs> until like three years. What yeah. was your sport? Tell me your... Basketball. Really? Yes. You were good? Yeah. I was the shortest post player you've ever seen. <laughs> I was P.J. Tucker before P.J. Tucker. It's crazy. Okay, I don't even know who that is. It's crazy. You know I forgot sp- I wasn't talking to a man. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about sports at all. And no, it's you, you know a ton about sports. I know a lot about sports, not a ton. I don't, I, I have, I used to be I know a lot about sports, not a ton. I want to know the difference between a, a lot. A ton of is, I don't know, I guess they're both a lot. A ton puts a number on it, though. I'm vague. What type? What's which sports? I like basketball. I like football, and uh, that's about it. Okay. Do you think the you like sports because you wished you would play? Like you wish you could play it. Like is that the appeal to sports? That's not the why. They're both true. I like sports and I wish I could, you know, <laughs> dunk a basketball, but that's not the why. That would be a you would go viral if you learned to dunk a basketball. <laughs> Just a video of you fucking and Jordan. I, I do think about that every now and then. What if I was what if I looked exactly like I do, but I was nasty in the NBA for some reason? I had a big butt, <laughs> big big pancake titties just going around people like I don't know what the fuck, man. He's just so good. Oh, I he's he's at Fatburger every goddamn day. <laughs> he smokes cigarettes. Is he he's... smokes fucking cigarettes, dude. <laughs> he looks like he played what's the other team that the Harlem Globetrotters always play? <laughs> uh, the Washington Generals. <laughs> I look like their coach. You do look like the coach of <laughs> That's you. All right. Come on. Grab the ball. He's flipping it all over the fucking place. Grab the goddamn ball. You need a comic, an origin story of young Santa Claus who coached the Warriors. What are they called? The Washington Generals. The Washington Generals before. The why do Washington I need? Why do I need an origin story? Am I? Is someone writing a graphic novel about me? Yeah, I feel like you could be a great graph, like a sto- like a n- graphic novel about you would go perfectly. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's uh-huh. my life. That's your life. <laughs> that's my life. Oh, okay. <laughs> you you give presents to little kids, mm-hmm. and you teach people how to play basketball. Mm. That sounds. That sounds so p- pedophile basketball coach <laughs> yeah. and giving presents to kids. Those are two red flags. One hundred. Two yeah. complete red flags. I I used to. I teach... might as well drive a van with a cage in the back for Christ's <laughs> goddamn sake. Do you not? No, I don't. You can't drive in New York. There's no seats back there. Just get in the cage. Yeah. They're like, oh, I guess all I, right. Yeah, when you kidnap kids, you just got to take them on the subway. You know, if you're going to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out any other way to do it. Hey, self-help, you're learning. How to, how to sex traffic. Yeah, I haven't put it together because, you know, I don't, I'm not one of those types. You <laughs> know what I'm is, saying? I do. Colombian. With the, the Colombian. <laughs> he said Colombian, not me. I did not say Colombian. He said Colombian. Damn it, there go. I lost my little person he audience in my sa- I was going to say Peruvian, all right? <laughs> so he said Colombian. Why do you have a hole in your pants the size of a dick right in the dick area? Um, this just adds to the red flag. It really does. <laughs> you know, they couldn't have seen that. You had to post it out. Uh, these are my favorite sweatpants, man. I have a problem getting rid of them. I under- I totally, but it's just, it looks like it's for something else. Mm-hmm. 
Like you walking, like you, if you wore a trench coat and those sweatpants, you would be arrested. Here's the thing: what you got to do when you have a hole in your sweatpants like this is just let people know you're not causing a stir. Face your crotch, <laughs> face your crotch like toward the door when you're on the subway. <laughs> Don't just be walking around like, "Hey, look what I got here!" You know, <laughs> what am I up to? Hey, sweetie, how you doing? Don't speak English. Doesn't matter to me. How you doing? <laughs> Back to being, god damn it! What were we talking about? We're talking we were about a graphic about, novel, and then no, it we were into, talking about you being in New York, being a newbie, but being ten years in. Yeah. Do, are, do you wish you had moved to the city sooner? I mean, you moved I during a have. pandemic. I was a vicious alcoholic. That is true. Yeah. We, you, this, you never, you never saw me when I was a vicious. I, no, drinker. I didn't. You no. just heard stories. That is, that's the uh, the, <laughs> the the great origin story of ninety five percent of them are probably from Christakis making <laughs> shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he crashed his car and killed like a thousand people. When did you start drinking? I started drinking middle school. Early, okay. I went through a really bad like four years of drinking, but it was like eight. It was like eighteen to twenty-two. What are you now? You're twenty-two and a half. <laughs> yeah, twenty-three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I, I'm only a year and a half out of not having serious drinking problems. <laughs> I remember I went to a concert. They wouldn't let me in, so I was just so drunk from the concert that like I just got home. It was Four Loco. This was when Four Loco was a thing. Four Loco still a thing, my friend. I know, but everyone has their Four Loco experience. They got Four Loco seltzer now, which is just fucking hilarious. Is that good? Have you tried? Oh, no, you don't drink anymore. Yeah, I can't drink anymore. How long since you've... Oh, fuck. It's going to be four years soon. Three and a half. But you started in middle school. Mm-hmm. Was it bad right from the beginning? Were you like, this is my thing? I, kn- I knew it was my thing, but it wasn't bad from the beginning. It's not like I've been in and out of rehab since I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> you just have you're doing. Uh, I got a fucking, DUI when I was fourteen. <laughs> you're doing addition I problems. I got divorced when I was sixteen. <laughs> you have a kid at twelve. Yeah, <laughs> you have a kid. You're fucking chew- chewing fucking Twizzlers and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> so, <laughs> when did you start comedy? Uh, twenty three, twenty four years old. Oh wow! Did you like it growing up? Like, was that your? Did you always want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, do you remember the first, like, the first time you really like remember comedy? Um, George Carlin, and I'm trying to think which special it is. It's either you are all diseased, or it was the one he did right afterwards. How old are you? Um, I might have been younger than middle school, man. I don't really know. Yeah. I was ten on my tenth birthday. I went to see Jim Gaffigan. It was very nice. And Jim Gaffigan, people don't real remember. He was pretty dirty early on. Not super dirty, but he wasn't like not, the not... clean food comic that he is now. I don't. What are you talking about? How dirty could he get? He wasn't super... I, I guess I see him as, like, a clean comic now. So then when I, like, go back and I listen to, like, um, He's never first... been squeaky clean. No. He, he'll make a sex joke, a dick joke, anything like that. Just mostly yeah. he talks about uh, uh, mundane stuff. Like, food. yeah. He's, like, a more refined John Panette. John Panette. 
Remember the real big fat guy? Yes, yeah, so I do Who would always talk him. about buffets and he'd do it Asian accents. Yeah, and he died from being fat. Yeah. Yeah. Ralphie Mae, too. Yeah. There's a lot of comedians who died from going back to you can only eat fast food after shows. A lot of comedians died from being fat. It's McDonald's fault for not having tastier salads. That's what I believe. <laughs> they, sure, you have a salad, but I mean, are those like fresh croutons? It really is. There's nothing healthy. Like, you're not, it's not good. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to turn that into. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take you down a peg, McDonald's. That's what this podcast is all yeah, about. Yeah, I just lost my sponsorship. Did you see how I tried to change the subject? I was <laughs> like, I need to get those free fucking quarter pounders with cheese. <laughs> I used to have a real McDonald's problem. Like, I can't go anymore because I used to go, like, I would go every day of the week. My God. I and, love. And it was McDonald's all yeah. the time. You all didn't even... the no, I wouldn't go. I hate Wendy's, Burger King, not good. McDonald's. Wow, that is strange. I would get my. This is my order every day: double quarter pounder with cheese, extra oh, pickles, double. extra pickles, large fry, filet fish, ten piece nuggets, large <laughs> sweet tea. It comes out to 25 bucks. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God, I I can eat. I, yeah. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Where did it go? Yeah. I, I used to be, I was fucking 270. I was big. Oh, you were 270? You know what? You can, That makes sense, because you wear a lot of sweatshirts. You're, like, used to them. And I've seen you without your shirt, and, yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I look like... Like a melted action figure. Like if you took an action figure that could have looked good, and then you just put it in the microwave for yeah. like thirty seconds, and it just kind of. Did you lose weight like just not doing the McDonald's thing? That helped a lot. Uh, heartbreak helped a lot. Um, you know, just hating yourself really. It's like that Tom Segura That's what McDonald's bit. for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the McDonald's can only fill that hole for so long. Yeah, for, you know, as long as you don't have a heart attack. <laughs> Do you have, what's your fast food place? Uh, Chick-fil-A is my favorite. Oh, that is a good one. That's See, so that good. came in after I was like a fast food addict, so I didn't. So you can't go to Chick-fil-A anymore. I, you know, I go to Chick-fil-A, but very rarely. I see. Okay. What's your order? Um, I, I I, I always mix it up. I don't. Uh, I Do like you have big orders up. like that? Like that's a lot. Like what I would order, I know looking back now is not a good amount of food. <laughs> I order the same thing at Taco Bell every time. Taco Bell's fantastic. Yeah, um, not the same. I always get a steak quesadilla, and I always get one more thing, mm. and it's like a big thing too. I like the crunchy supreme wrap. The it's like the, it's like a quesadilla oh. wrapped in a burrito. No, I have you know, that, that's not me. <laughs> that's not you. I I, I do like, uh, I do something similar though. I do the uh what is it? It's a ta- it's like a taco wrapped in an additional uh, tortilla. Do you feel like you <laughs> this is, do you feel like food and alcohol is the same like love? No. No. Cuz I feel like I miss food sometimes. Food is just pure sadness. Fast food's just pure sad. Like alcohol, there's like an edge to it. Like like smoking cigarettes, alcohol, you're like, yeah, I don't give a shit, man. Yeah, when it's like that's why like alcohol is synonymous with kind of and cigarettes are cool. 
Mm-hmm. There's nothing cool <laughs> about going getting a double quarter pounder with extra pickles. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing cool about that. <laughs> it's your extra pickles diabetes like it's just not there's nothing to it you could be the next weird al yankovic thank you extra pickles your first hit that sounds like a fucking album he would come out with right extra pickles but <laughs> there isn't anything cool about food. No. It's like yeah, a, kind of, eating a big steak is kind of cool. Going out to a fancy restaurant and eating a lot at a fancy restaurant yeah, is cool. Yeah, that's cool. I dated a girl whose dad was like a professional gambler. And he would like to ball at dinner. Just be like, get all of the, And that does feel nice when it's like. But you can't keep that up. Like, I'm not like. I can't imagine like a worse job for a dad to have. <laughs> I can't imagine a worse one. Other than like, hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, I choke strippers. <laughs> Who pays you to do that? They, they got money in their g-string, and that's a pay, yeah, a pimp. My dad's a I pimp. Can't, I can't think of a worse job for a father. A professional gambler. A professional gambler. If you're good at it. If you're good, I guess so. Yeah, I guess. I went to the casino for the first time with them. I was never, you know, my family's not really into the, and I have that bug. The second I sat down at the slots, I was like, I just want to do this forever. Like, I have the, I definitely have a gambling, like, I can feel it in my mind. Yeah, an addiction, addictive personality in general. I can't believe you didn't make a Jewish joke right there. I'm I'm waiting. They (laughs) they don't, your audience doesn't know that I call you a Jew all the time. They don't. I Here's spoiled the thing. It. He, here's the thing, though. They do know that you're a Jew and that you're lying about it. They know that. <laughs> this is what I say. The amount of money I spend on rap hoodies proves I'm not Jewish. <laughs> you sell most of them. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but I did, would you, did you ever gamble? Are you a gambler? Like, you're a sports guy, and I feel like those are sometimes... No. Gambling is one vice, thank God I avoided. Do you ever bet on games? 50 bucks here or there. Yeah. You know, I play blackjack's fun, but Yeah, no. It's this I don't know why it's they know it's true. It's like it's like when you see a McDonald's commercial and you're like that won't work on me and then you're dry and you're like oh, I want to fucking bur-. you know like they do work on you. It's like when you sit at a slot machine and it's bright and there's money being flashed yeah, at they you. Yeah, they got like, well there's science behind it. All the flashing lights and they turn the, they they give you less air. For some reason, mm-hmm. they take they take out some air on you. All those sexy older women. Mm-hmm. They they used to every woman. It's like airline stewardess and casino like bartenders are all women that were hot in their twenties, <laughs> but just gave up on life. <laughs> I, well, they, you're, you're surrounded by a casino. It's smoking, it's drinking. That's your life. Yeah, they're a bunch of fucking... All the prime rib and lobster you can eat. <laughs> for $4. For $4.45. You ever been to Vegas? Yeah, when I was a kid. Oh, it's not fun. It's so much walking. That's something I realized about Vegas. Is like you just have to walk everywhere. Yeah, well... I don't really want that. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't... If I, yeah, if I went to Vegas, I'd probably like to stay at like a... Uh, like the hotel with the casino there and just gamble there. 
Gam- like uh, what's that movie with Nicolas Cage? Um, leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> I could see you going out in a blaze of victory, leaving Las Vegas style. Yeah, if I ever kill myself, that's the way to do it. Drink yourself to death, and release a, your comedy album the week that you do it. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I gotta leave it. No, I gotta do it after I die. Oh, like have it just like sitting around on a file That's, somewhere, and, and and just tell someone, "Hey, release my album." Then it'll fucking blow up. And then in your next life, you'll be like, "I'm proud of this. Yeah. I got this." Do you you have, why don't you have an album? I don't know. Uh, I wrote almost e- almost everything for this hour. I have I finally have an hour. I wrote almost all of it after I got out of rehab, so there was like no rush. It's not like I've been sitting on an hour. Mm. For 10 years, you know? Do you have a lot of lost jokes from the drinking time? Oh, yeah. I used to write a new five minutes every week. Do you? I, did you not record any of it? None of it. You probably had so much gold in there that you could work with it, now? No, if it was real gold, like real gold, I would have remembered it. Oh, okay. I always <laughs> remember the really, really good jokes. Were you a good comedian when you were drunk? I Not at... No. No. Um... Sometimes I would have good sets, but overall I was very inconsistent. And did it build your confidence though? Because you have you died no, like that. Towards the end, it's all maintenance drinking. Mm. Like towards the end, end it got really, it was really bad. I'm a better comedian now that I'm sober. You are like, I mean, I've only seen you, but you are. You're like, you're confident on stage, and you you can tell that you have time under your belt. Mm-hmm. You've always stuck to your. Have you all? Wait, were you always your kind of your style? Yeah. Except for like the first six months or something. What like was that. the first six months? Bombing horribly every <laughs> single time. Not only bombing, but like going, of course I bombed. The material's shit, and I'm just, you know, I'm up there just begging for approval. Do you remember your first joke that you ever wrote? Yeah. No. I I remember this joke. Um, so the other day I was in my neighbor's yard, and I'm touching his kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and the and their parents come out. They go, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Relax, I'm registered." <laughs> That's a really good joke. <laughs> Not bad. That's yeah. And, but when you first start, you don't know how to like deliver it, right? Or did you? Uh, for six months, I didn't even know how to write a joke. I wrote that one and a couple more like that later on, and they started hitting. So I was like, "All right, I know what I'm supposed to do up here now." You said you wrote the hour that you have after rehab. Most of it. Like 75% of it. Are there any like personal stories in it or no? Is that no. not you don't you don't do that? I mean a little bit. I talk about alcoholism, but it's all I'm always looking for the joke. That's, that's yeah. all that's all I want. Yeah, I don't want to compare you to anyone because I feel like you're as I'm about to compare you to people, you yeah. know, it's like when you're like this isn't I'm I'm not trying to be racist and then you say <laughs> something horribly yeah. racist. I'm not try- I'm not <laughs> trying to be racist, but <laughs> lawnmowers Mexicans can we call them the same thing? <laughs> Interchangeable. <laughs> All right. Well, I said I'm not racist. I said I'm it's not okay, racist. Okay, then. Yeah. I said I'm not racist well, before. You... <laughs> I said the racist thing. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's n- Mexicans. You know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back. But like David Tell and Norm Macdonald too. It's like, have you ever read Norm Macdonald's book? 
No, I heard it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but it's like a novel. It's like it's not a real true story, but then there's like little like you can tell there's certain things. Of course, that Norm are, would do something like that. Yeah, and it's great, but that's like you Norm, touch on it. Norm Macdonald, I love someone because I feel like he just wakes up and he's like, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I feel like today. Is that who you? Is that one of your favorites? He's one. Yeah, yeah, he's one of my favorites. Who else? Uh, Dave Attell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, like you mentioned, but uh, um, uh. Patrice O'Neill, Nick DiPaolo, Dave Chappelle, Doug Stanhope. I could keep going. Colin, yeah. Colin Quinn, Bill Hicks. I was big into George Carlin and Bill Hicks as a kid. Um, yeah, but that those make sense in your style, you know? At least the... the it's It's funny that it is... You stick to what, like, I don't know, whoever I feel like I listen to is maybe not, like, I'm not a big Carlin guy, or I'm not a big Hicks. I, I like them, but it's, I don't like Carlin that much, I'm going to be honest. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hot take over here. Because uh, <laughs> it's more... Let's hear who you like more than Carlin. This will be... <laughs> yeah, you're going to get so <laughs> No, but okay. It, oh, like, old school comedians... I fucking love Dice Clay. Like, I think he gets over... I love Dice Clay. You know what? I like him more with age, too. The more I grow older, the more I look back in his old sets, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Some of it, it's just funny because of how crazy it is compared to today. You ever seen him perform recently? No. He murders. I saw him in Vegas last New Year's Eve. I heard it's not the same. He doesn't murder anymore. Re I saw him, like, lev like... No one else was laughing as hard as me in the room. Okay. But to me, it was like, I kind of, I actually, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and I kind of said it the way that I, she had seen you do the show at the Red Nun. It was the first book show I'd ever done. You headlined mm. at the Red Nun. And I remember I was, you had a good set that night. Oh, thank you. I'm happy yeah. you remember that. That was I didn't think you would. No, I, it's, I, I boggles my mind. I know. I've never you. had a good set since. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a spike and then all downhill. But no, no one else, because when people don't get it, but when you get it, it's even funnier. That's so true. You know what I mean? That like so true. Like seeing Christakis in front of a room that has no idea what he's doing, but you know that it's funny. Mm -hmm. Or like you. I, did, I didn't want to say it to your face, but you know. It's funnier for people who get it. Yeah, I guess so. It's always it's, it's almost like you're part of a, an exclusive club. Yeah. He was having a joke about how Japanese people mess up all um like buttons and they just because they they don't want to cuz they want to kill us with heart pressure. They want to like kill us long term, so yeah. they're like fucking things up. He's like these fucking Japs are trying to kill us. <laughs> and he's just and I'm howling and people are looking at me like I'm a psycho. And I'm like this is so like you don't get what he's doing. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, he I is. really I like Dangerfield a lot. Like going oh, yeah, back. Headphones went out. Is is are we still good? Yeah, we're still good. All right, might... I can take them off too. I don't even care. Just making sure we're still oh. recording. Yeah, no, we're good. Okay. But uh, Dangerfield, I love Dangerfield. I gotta, I gotta keep my toesies away from there. <laughs> Do yeah, you... I love. Look, Dan Andrew Clay is funny. He just is. Mm -hmm. He's just funny. Watch old videos. 
It's like you can call him a hack. It's like maybe a little bit, but he's like he's funny. Yeah. I mean, he's a hack in the way that like anything that gets popular is hacky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess there's there's not like I I feel like I really do like Joe Rogan as a stand-up. Yeah, he's not bad. And well, he's, I should say that. he's he's good. He's good. That's like that's who I like. When you were saying who's be- like, I love Joe Rogan, Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh's first special was great. All three of his specials are great. Uh, let's not go crazy. Uh, I think you don't he, think so. No, um, I think I think they all had their moments. The first one was, first one was his best, and I think if he had just if he hadn't gotten you know the twenty five million dollar deal to do his show, if he wasn't set for life, he would have been in a fucking like one of the best comics like ever. That is true. He real, but his last album I thought was his best. I heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I he's still a funny guy. Did you I listen to it? I did. The joke about <laughs> wanting to find his girlfriend cheating is just a really. It, it, I like I how don't real remember it. he just. I like how real he gets too, but without he like walks the line, you yeah. know. Back to what what you do you you don't do the personal stories, but you talk about like you know what you like. People can tell that you're not like bullshitting on stage. Mm-hmm. Which thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I was great with water. Yeah, not not for what I'm what saying. What were you saying? Go ahead. I was saying, do you ever <laughs> feel like you want to do like you want to tell stories of your past? No. It's just not your style. No, I, I I've been doing this long enough where uh, I I do what I want to do and I want I do it because that's what I want to see. Yeah. Do you write your stuff or is it all in the moment or like in your head writing? Yeah, it's it's all in my head. I don't even write. I don't even write my sets down or anything like that. To be honest with you. Do you record them now? I record them. Yeah. Do you I listen to them? I record everything and I listen to them. Yeah. Do you think that's that's one of those? Do you think that is a really beneficial set? Is listening back to your? Absolutely. What What do you feel like is the things In that? In fact, help? I should be video recording myself and watching that. It's 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 if you want to do this like seriously, you gotta record yourself. Period. In discussion, you have to listen to, and even the bombs. Yeah, that's the word. Oh, I know. Bo- listen to the bombs is tough. But the audience listen to the bombs. You should be able to listen that's to a, the yeah, bombs too. That's a good too. point. Yeah. You know, like you made them sit through it, so you should be able to sit through it. Mm-hmm. Time feels so long, though. It's like, you know, when you're hearing yourself fail, it feels so much long. Like time stops. Like it's not a real construct in that moment. Yeah, and it's only five minutes sometimes, but it's just like oh, I can't even fucking finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's just five minutes. Just five minutes in a mic, and you're like, whoa. The bombings, I like bombing at places where the audience doesn't want to hear me, like dive bars. Like, that's fun, but not bombing to, like, a real comedy audience. Yeah, well, that's obviously the worst. Bombing in front of, it at, like, a club. Do you... That's that's the next level type thing. Well, how do you feel about clubs that don't... I'm not going to want to name clubs, but, you know, like, that are real comedy, but might not get what you're doing. Do you try to stay away from that, or do you try to, like, all right, I'm going to figure out a set that might work at the I, studio? I always try to perform anywhere I can and do well anywhere I can. Do you change I, what I you're doing? I was doing the studio a lot before COVID happened, actually. Yeah, you were you changing your setup to do there? Not changing. I was just, um, I wasn't taking chances that I would have normally. 
Like, I'd be like, all right, I'd start slow, get them on my side, jokes that aren't really that offensive, then, you know, ratchet it up a bit, ratchet it up a bit, keep mm-hmm. ratcheting it up to where I've earned so much. I, like, if you're doing really, really well, you can get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Every now yeah. and then, like, actually, that's not true. Every now and then, sometimes I crush for, you know, 90% of the set, and then I go, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And the last joke, they're like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you you can't, you can't end on the worst, yeah. and then you just have it to, It does like... happen, but for the most part, if you get them on your side enough, you can get mm-hmm. away with almost anything. So you said, listening back to your set, what else do you think is really beneficial to, like, taking it seriously? Getting up at least four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. If you're in New York, you should probably get it up more. Um, Are you able to do that right now? No. No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's I think there's a mic you can go to every night, but some of them are on rooftops and it's literally negative 12 degrees up there, you know. Yeah, and you're like, uh, you know, what's the Yeah, what's the point? Like no one else is going to be there. It's going to be four comics. Is that like would you rather do that or a Zoom Zoom mic? That I'd rather I'd rather I'd I'd rather risk hypothermia than do a Zoom mic. Yeah, it's not. There really is a disconnect when you're not like the energy between people. Yeah, it's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. And apparently, they're supposed to hit some button and laugh for you or something. Like <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's just the what is the who gives a shit? Yeah. Why is anyone even doing this? Well, do you think this is a weird? But do you like? That makes me like energy is real because you need people there. Like you feed you feed off of it's a conversation. It's not like a monologue. Like there's a there's a reason that you're feeding off of their reactions. You know when you go up on stage for the first time and you're just like, who is the pockets was saying this? It's just like you're reading a weird manifesto. It's like you don't realize it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. So you're just like writing a monologue that the audience is like, what the fuck is he doing right now? Yeah. And you don't realize you have to, like, pause and wait and take time. Yeah. You don't figure that out. The only way to figure that out is just to keep doing it over and over again. That's the only advice is to just keep putting in as much time. Yeah, that's the only good advice there is. Just keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Also, put as much much time. And if you do it a lot for a long time and you still suck, quit. (laughs) Did that... So... I feel like the the <laughs> the dark joke it was like really big and then like 2016 to 2020 it probably dropped mm-hmm. but I feel like it's coming back like people like more darker uh, darker stuff again I yeah. feel like people are lightening up because the world isn't as easy as it always I mean it's pretty easy It's not but. it's not about whether or not people like it I mean are there that many different people on earth than there was from 2016 You know it's it's about okay Hold on, let's uh, let's stop attacking it for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's people don't feel I think is guilty, laughing at a. Well, you're known behind the scenes for you did it to me. Like you're a very like not hateful guy. Like you'll call pe not call people out, but for being like, all right, you can say something else. Like it do- it's not on stage. People don't get that it's like. Yes. I mean, look, a lot of people understand it's like a magic trick, for Christ's sakes, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's, 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 it's an it's Black an people are going to be surprised. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. You better hope those jokes are coming back, you sick puppy. You. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> you better hope. I know. Whoever thought that I'd be the one on the episode that would be getting in <laughs> trouble. You yeah. crossed the line. I crossed the line. You crossed the line. Um, yeah, it's it, it's just um, yeah. People understand a joke's a joke, and they don't want to say anything because you know you just it's not worth getting into an online fight. Yeah. Like, have you ever been on an online fight? In an online argument? I really try not. People try to get me into them, and I really, I try not to. It's pathetic. It's, a, it's yeah, such a it's, sad existence. It's it, Like, my buddy Tilson just put something out on TikTok. He was making fun of people who uh, uh, believe in, what's that, Aquarius? Oh, astrology. Astrology. Mm-hmm. And people are literally telling him to kill himself. <laughs> of course you're a white male. You're a piece of shit. White men shouldn't do comedy. These are all like real things that are just written. <laughs> they, Sexist pig <laughs> monster. But they're just. Are, do you think they're like unfunny people? They're losers. Exactly. They couldn't if they're not quick enough to come up with a good thing to say. Well, right? it's it's a it's a real sadness. It's got to be in someone's life to tell someone they don't know to kill themselves. Can I be okay? But can I be honest as someone who's not a fan of sports, and I don't know how invested you get into it, but I feel like people who get so invested in sports, it's like you realize it's like that's not your life. Like, yeah. why are you put? Why are you investing so much energy into this? Well, you need something else. Look, you put if if you invest more in it than you do your job and your kids, then it's an issue. Yeah. If all right, if it's like family, job, then sports. Sure. But when it's like <laughs> college football, <laughs> yeah. fucking baseball, uh, beer, wife, kids. That's, yeah. That's not. Well, that's a whole separate issue. <laughs> college football. <laughs> college you a football. Homo? Beer. Uh, <laughs> why are you watching <laughs> young boys Honey, run I'll around pick up and the sweat? Kids. I'll pick up the kids after I watch a game at the bar. <laughs> I've told you time and time again, it goes college football, beer, then those shitty kids we had together. <laughs> shut up. I told you to shut up. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> the name is always Jessica. Okay, Jessica. <laughs> There's a lot of white trash Jessicas. These Miller High Lifes aren't going to drink themselves. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> The champagne of beer, you yeah, mean? Yeah, that's the best. That's the best shitty beer, in my opinion. I liked Natty Light when I was when I was because you can just drink so many of them, and they are super high in alcohol content. So I I've done the whole Natty Light thing my damn self. I used to mix them with a Natty Light with a Four Loko. <laughs> I used to like Ice House. Ice House is a nickname. What's an Ice House? Ice House. Well. <laughs> it's like a natty light type beer, high in alcohol content, oh, oh. easy to drink, like fucking ten dollars a thirty rack. And Ice House, they used to call Fight House, because <laughs> people would fight on Ice House. I've seen it happen, by the way. Too. Were, did you ever have an Ice House fight? No, I was. A, I've always been a mellow drunk. I don't. I don't need to throw a fist around. That's but good. I've seen angry. it. I've seen brawls happen around me. Like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? And empty thirty racks of Ice House all over the place. I'm a very like loving drunk to the point where it's annoying. It's like, all right, just like, re- just sit there and I relax. I can be like that too. Yeah, like, yeah. I could be like that at times. Yeah. Most part, though, I was fun. I was fun until I passed out. That's the mm. you know. What was your drink? Um. Well, in the beginning, it was beer. In college football. Then I started messing around with uh, hard alcohol. I was big into whiskey. Mm-hmm. Then I started drinking like wine and vodka a lot. Mm. Towards the end, it was just uh, I had a plastic bottle 
filled. It was 1.75 liter. So I handle a vodka every day. Wow. Yeah. And that was your most? No. Sometimes I drink more than that. What made you stop? Uh, well, I just I was I was drinking <laughs> a handle a day. So at that point, you know, you should know like, oh, maybe uh, yeah, but the, maybe I the, don't have this. Under was control. there something that like clicked where you're like, all right, this is a- everything came together. It was a culmination of things. I was throwing up blood. I felt like my IQ dropped like like ten or twenty points. Mm-hmm. Like um, just because it's like a temporary wet brain. I forget what they call it. But was it, it affecting your stand up in a bad way? It was affecting my stand up, how I talked, how I could do basic math, reading and writing skills. Like like my brain was a fog. Were people around you aware of it being a problem as big of a problem as it was? Yeah. Uh most comedians um not so much because I would just show up and I would do comedians would see it when I had a ride home. Or when I was staying over their place or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, when I would just go out to do a show, I would do my three or four drinks and drive home responsibly to a full bottle of vodka. Yeah. Well, that's... it's So, I would drive a comedian from the Cape to Boston to the studio, and he would get really too drunk on the drive there, because I was driving. On the drive there. On the drive there. Get and then the, the fuck out. I might have a pamphlet for that guy. <laughs> He's going to open up you for you on tour. <laughs> and uh, he's actually disappeared since... I haven't seen him since Christmas of last year. He's disappeared. Dis- what do you mean disappeared? Like, he deleted all his social media. He at- We found out that he gave us a fake name, and we had known him for a long time. Like, just disappeared the off the back map. But he would go to the studio, and he'd get there so drunk that he'd go into a, like, a New York savant from the 20s character. Like an old Jewish savant from the... And he wouldn't break character, even going on stage. I remember he once shattered a glass of wine and didn't break character trying to clean up the glass of wine and figure out. And it was like... And this guy used to get booked at the studio and I didn't? He didn't get booked at the studio. He'd go to the open (laughs) mic. And you know how they turn the red light on if you go too far? Oh, they did it a lot He would stay on stage until they turned the lights off and cut the mic. And he'd still be screaming. Oh, how many times do you get to do that? Five or six times I've seen him do that. Yeah, at the same place? <laughs> yeah, at the studio every... And I would be the one driving him, and I'd have to be like, I don't... I'm not responsible for this guy. I didn't know if you were, like, caused a ruckus for the people around you. Uh, no, not so much. I mean, a couple of times, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of times. My buddy Ben Smith booked me to feature one time, and it, uh, and it was free booze. And I drank literally like twelve martinis, which is insane. Yeah, that's a lot of mar. That's a lot of martinis. <laughs> like, like, like a martini has like three to four shots of vodka in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I drank twelve of them. <laughs> in a ten short- to twelve. Before I, you went on stage. Uh, I think I drank like eight, and then I got off stage and kept drinking. They kept serving me. I think eventually <laughs> they they were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like this guy. Yeah. Free booze is. I don't know who thinks that's a good like. Give. This is going to sound bad because it's like, we're trying to be nice, but give, like, drink tokens. Give, like, three drink tokens. Mm-hmm. But free booze, you're going to have certain people who just can't handle that. Yeah, well, that's because they're alcoholics. That is true. And but you're not responsible for that. <laughs> free booze. Yeah, I do. Okay. You should be responsible in free booze. That's like, 
you, you think that's all right. You think free booze. I feel like most people would have a pro- not most people. Uh, we'll give people six tickets then. Six. That's okay. Six tickets. Six free tickets. <laughs> all right. That should just be free. That's fair. That's free booze at that point. Yeah. Not no. Not for me. <laughs> if I had only had six drinks, I would have had a much better night. Have you ever had drink tickets though, and then you just turn into like a prison yard where you're trying to like trade people for your tickets? You're like trying to find people oh, who time. aren't using your their tickets anymore. Yeah, Will Noonan used to come over like, "Here you go, big guy." <laughs> just, just, just coming, come to me. So I didn't even have to ask him anymore. I think I actually really few people did that actually. <laughs> I'd, I'd get because you know a lot of comedians are sober. Yeah, a ton of them. Mm-hmm. So they'd come up to me, give me their drink tickets. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I won." I can't drink and go up on stage. I can get very high and go up on stage. I can't. Uh, I, I can't get high and go on stage. I've I've been on LSD before and I did okay, but I can't smoke weed. Were you? Are you sober from everything now? No, I still. Uh, I still. I do edibles. I like doing edibles, and I did Molly recently. Did <laughs> you? I have never done Molly. How come? I like, this is going to sound dumb, but I like the natural things. I like hey, weed. Man. I like mushrooms. Get that molly out of here, man. <laughs> I probably would do it, but it seems like a really long experience. No, I If mean, you tell I me how it is, maybe you'll you'll convince me. I only had a little bit, and I just felt a little happier, mm-hmm. honestly. I even fell asleep afterwards pretty, pretty easily. <laughs> really? Yeah, so. Were you ever a drug guy, or was it just drinking? It was mostly drinking, but drugs, too. Which 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 ones? Which ones you want to hear about, big guy? <laughs> which ones were the one? Yeah, tell me the worst ones. Heroin. Okay, was that during comedy? Uh, early comedy years. Mm. Snorted it twice. Oh, only twice. It only wasn't twice. like a. Yeah. Well, you know, poppy seeds come from the earth, man. I think you could. <laughs> All right, Alan, you've convinced me. Let's snort some heroin. Ani, go out and get it. If you you just yell on the streets of New York, you can probably find a little baggie. Yeah, behind six people crying around a turd. (laughs) (laughs) So you said you had like a temporary mush brain when you were at your worst did it mush get... brain is that a medical term big guy yeah yeah mush brain that's How like sensitive of you, you said wet brain <laughs> and i thought that sounded too much everybody love everybody it's like i can't i was like i just got canceled i, I can't believe i just said that god damn it <laughs> it just slipped out um that's how you know that I'm actually racist. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I mush, mush brain. brain. <laughs> how, nope. how Luckily, long? the people who would be offended by mush brain can't use a computer, so you'll be fine there. <laughs> they're being taken care <laughs> of by Dominican women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be pissed about the wetback comment. They're gonna hop on the computer and fuck you over. <laughs> oh, I just hit my boot <laughs> at the microphone. Uh-huh. I, have, I have a Puerto Rican flag on my hoodie. I'm not racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go Shamil. <laughs> <laughs> I stay at his house like all the time now. I know. I've saw, I when I got so I did shout out to your podcast. That's no longer, but go back and Dude, listen where's to my goat? Listen, it was a lot of fun. I was I want on people a, to hear it just because it was so much goddamn fun. I had to quit it, but I, I can't promote it. But it was goddamn fun. It was so funny. I really listened to it. I was on it and I got 
blackout drunk on that. Were you were you drunk from the beginning? No, I wasn't drunk, but okay. by the end, Tilson and I mixing um McGillicuddy's and whiskey, just shot of McGillicuddy, shot of whiskey, uh, yeah. shot of McGillicuddy, shot of whiskey. I was and I had to sleep on Shamil's couch by the end of it. <laughs> Some yeah, sometimes I'm just looking around like everyone here is fucked up. Except for you. And then <laughs> do you miss it or are you like, thank God that's not a part of my life anymore? No. I mean, I'd like to be able to have a, a, a you know, a drink with my friends, but that's really about it. Yeah. That's really like, you know, it'd be nice hot day, grab a cold beer. Mm-hmm. But I drink non-alcoholic beer whenever I really want to do that. Which one's your favorite? I this one called, this one called Athletic. It tastes like real fucking beer. I like the Heineken Zeros. Those aren't bad either. They taste like Heineken. Yeah, and I didn't love Heineken. Mm. But they taste like Heineken. Yeah, I hate a do O'Doul's. Doesn't taste like beer, yeah. No, that's not good. And I hate the St. Paulies. Is that what it's Saint called? St. Paul, yeah, those are the two worst. St. Paulies is probably the worst. It tastes like absolute dog yeah, shit. It's so bad. Oh, no, but I remember, okay, this is a weird story, but I went to a liquor store when I was sober and I got um, Heineken Zero. Mm. And the guy uh, thought that I was under 21. So I was like, when I walked up to the counter, I was like, Heineken Zero, like, I'm going to get, like, fucked up off the... I just made some joke about it. And he's like, let me see that ID. So I'm <laughs> like... <laughs> and and I, I was like... I was I said, I was like, it's zero alcohol. Like... It's point zero... It's like 0.5% alcohol. Yeah, and he said, no, there's alcohol in this. And I was like, I was like, okay, but here's my ID. And he takes it, he goes, this is fake. And I go... No, it's not. Like, do you see my hairline? Like, this is not. <laughs> this is not a fake ID. <laughs> like, yeah, what? I went out and I got a fake ID to buy Heineken Zero. You know what? How I did, did you see through my? Block? I actually had a good hairline. I shaved the V into it so I could go <laughs> use this fake ID and look older. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking retarded. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I'm like, no. And he goes. I'll let you buy them, but I'm taking one out because this is a fake ID. And he oh he takes well he opens it up and takes one out, and I'm like, no the fuck you're not like what the Heineken yeah. here like this is he's like but this is a fake and he's like well I'm keeping this I was like dude that's my ID like give me give me my ID back and I was this is the so he was like oh, fine whatever so he sold it to me gets me the ID and I turn and I studied theater in school. And I get, get the real, heck out. <laughs> and I get real uh, dramatic, and I go, "And you telling me there's alcohol in this? I have a problem, sir. Don't tell me there's alcohol in something that there's not." <laughs> and I just stormed out of his store and never went back. <laughs> there is alcohol in there. He's actually <laughs> he was correct. right. Yeah, that, when you said that, I was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, I, I was the winner in the story. There's that, uh, totally <laughs> alcohol in there. You have to. I guess it's possible if you want. If you drink like fifteen of them in like an hour, you it's like kombucha. There's alcohol, small amounts of alcohol in kombucha. Yeah, which I drink by the way every day now. And you drink? You just chug it. I drink kombucha. It's all very the time. good. Yeah, uh, you I'm said you're feeling like it. healthier. It depends. You got to find one you like. I found one. It's called peach lavender. Ooh. I really enjoy. See, I love those fruity drinks, and I mean yeah. fruity flavor wise, not fruity like. That's the same thing. That's what you were about to say. It's the same thing. It is the same. But I like like I like kombucha. Like I like like fancy teas and stuff. I'm not a big tea guy, but kombucha I can do. 
Why? Uh, well, it, is it because it reminds you of alcohol? No. Like beer? It's like a fruity beer? No, I just found... I, I was just told how healthy it was. So it's five bucks a pop, by the way. Those things are not cheap. No, they're not at all. They are not cheap, so they better be good for me. But I <laughs> but I figure, right, they're this good for you. I'll just, you know, suck them down, and now I like them. I like a bunch. Do you want to be healthy? Like, you're talking about walking every day and drinking kombucha. Yeah, like... I'd like for it. I'd like if it would be, it was, you know, easier to be healthy. It is not easy. It is not easy, especially in New York City. Because mm, it's just like free food, it's 99 cent pizza everywhere. 99 like... cent pizza, everything's everything's so expensive. You can walk everywhere, that's good. But food, eating healthy, I think is harder. It is hard, because it's Especially also... Especially if you're out all the time, and that's mm-hmm. the only reason to live in New York. If you live in New York and you spend the whole time in your apartment, then why the fuck are you paying <laughs> so much in rent? Go to Wyoming and fucking live like a king. That is true. Are you? You're just out and about all day. Who I, I do you have? Like be, yes. four people in like a like bunk beds. No, no, I, I have my own room. Oh, that's nice. All right. <laughs> I have my own room. <laughs> that's that's something. That's a, that's a real thing. You have your own room. It's a small room, but I'm fine with that. Uh, you don't need space. No, I really don't. You're not homeless, you know and what? you're not. I, I have. Yeah, exactly. This would be amazing. I'd love this place right now. Uh, I don't know if you want to share it with another person, but <laughs> it was you just me. I... Do you and I want to go in on an apartment like this? We'll cuddle in bed. We can. No, um, <laughs> we'll just have to sleep at different times. The <laughs> <laughs> day shift and night shift. That's what we'll have to do. <laughs> All right, I'll sleep during the day. Are you? Have you? Okay, I don't want. But Al, I called Al Christakis, former guest, at five four p.m. one day, and I, he called. He's like. I'm just waking up for the day. He reminds me so much of a young me. <laughs> Was that you? He's a young Fitzgerald. I, this is what I mean about it's hard being... I love sleeping in. It's my favorite thing to do is to sleep in. That late, though? After 11, I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. No, I ne- no dude. After a, four is fine. Later, the better. <laughs> I mean, I can't do it because I want to get up. Here's, like, I do want to go to bed before mm-hmm. 4 a.m. Yeah. So if I stay up till 4 p.m., then it's not going to happen. I don't like going to bed when it's when there's still light out. When, when I mean when you know when the the sun starts coming up, that's oh, bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I feel like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But if I sleep in till one or two, oh, it's wonderful. No, I don't. That's what. That's where my like being healthy is hard for me is because like. Those out, I have to do something in the morning because I feel like a piece of shit. And I feel like if I go one morning of sleeping until two, then I'll do another morning of sleeping until two, and then yeah, I'll just be—I'll just yeah. be this like. I used to play so many video games, eat McDonald's every day. Like I lived that life. Like dra- like I lived that life. Mm-hmm. And when I like about small apartments, and I was just stuck in a dorm room. We're very close to where you were mm-hmm. in a very small room, just drinking and playing video games. Very close to Brooklyn? <laughs> no, in Norton, Massachusetts. Oh, that's right. That's right. We were next door neighbors. We were. And we didn't I, even know it. I know. I went to college and you were in your own college. I was in my own college. <laughs> you were in. <laughs> I was, yeah. You had a degree in um, yeah. not drinking vodka every day. Yeah, that's where I. That's what I earned my degree in. <laughs> You have a piece of paper hanging up on the wall. Yeah. Did you ever do AA and stuff? Uh, they make you go to like 100 meetings. Okay. It's very religious, right? 
yeah, they yeah they say you need a, a higher power is a thing. Are you? Do you feel that? Uh, n- no. Are I, you atheist? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, and I just say that because what atheists are now is just just annoying as any church ever was. <laughs> um, no, I. Here's the thing. Beliefs can change all the time with new information mm-hmm. and just with just a new perspective on life all the time. So I'm always I'm always, you know, evolving on things like that. I'm never I'm never set in my ways. I don't I don't think I know anything for sure. Did Molly help that at all? Is that do you have like a is that... I I was doing mushrooms and acid long before Molly. Okay. I, I that's I didn't know if Molly was yeah. your first. So you, you okay, so you do understand all that. Have you ever done DMT? No. No, but I'm I I'm going to turn into the new Joe Rogan. I'm just going to ask every guest <laughs> if they've done DMT by the end of it. Do you have DMT? No, I don't. Do you do, you do it? I've done it once. I want to I want to start doing it. <laughs> you, you, it's like a thing you do it once, and then you're like, I don't think I want to do that again. But well, it was very see. beneficial. Let's test this addictive personality of mine. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I, I don't. Th- but it's weird. It's not like a. Do you know about it at all? I know it's uh, supposed to be like mushrooms on steroids. Yeah. So it's the thing that you're. But it's only 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's the thing that your pineal gland. It comes out, it's produced in your pineal gland. Every living thing, including trees, has DMT in it. And it's the thing that's produced when you're born and when you die. No shit. And, and so when you. Is it all the same DMT, too? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's when you hit it, you go to that place, that dimension that you go to when before you're born and after you die. It's really just shapes and stuff, but you're higher power. But, it, but it's only 15 minutes because God realizes you're cheating. Mine was only 30 seconds. <laughs> Mine was. He was literally like, I shot up there. I left my body. I shot up there. He was like, you're good. You're on the right path. Just like focus, you know, do the. He didn't tell me to do the podcast, but he was like, "Do the things you know you're supposed to do." And then thirty seconds later, he shot me back down, and I was like, what the fuck? "And then I was like, oh great, I know I'm gonna lose what weight." The fuck? I got over a breakup. I lost weight. I started the podcast. I uh, you joined the clan too. Though. I, I, that's why I can't wear the. <laughs> I'm wearing hoodies. He's out. He's I'm... out now. He had to do another hit of DMT, but. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first one not to. <laughs> Can you imagine that? that? Dude, imagine if someone in the clan does DMT and with all their buddies, and they're just like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? With the robes and everything? And the fire permits? Like, <laughs> Wait, but isn't that... <laughs> Nobody likes us? No, I'm like, we're not even... That's the, There's this... Um. Oh, I did it again. There's this... Um. Is that oh? Can you hear me? Here we go. All right. Is there? So there's this like religious. Ha- I want don't want to say cult, but it's a cult in Plymouth, and it's also on Cape Cod, and they all live together, and they own sandwich shops, but it's like Amish with technology. Oh really? Yeah, and they're out of Plymouth. Yeah, I was thinking of becoming Christian without the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to be Muslim, but I still have my clit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't. What is happening to me today? You're trying to impress I, me. That's I what's know, happening. That is, uh, 
this is, this and is, it's not working. I'm like, that's not cool. You can't. That's a real problem. <laughs> Female circumcision is a real issue. It is. <laughs> Are you circumcised? Yes, I am. Show me in that hole. <laughs> Through the hole in your thigh. No, 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 no. You're just going to have to trust. That, uh, some... I thought you were going to. You have to just feel it no, out. No, 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 no. I am. And I, too, actually had it removed by a Muslim guy with a rock. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to feel... <laughs> I wanted to feel the pain. <laughs> so many women in the Middle East feel. This is... <laughs> You wanted to understand. Yes, I wanted to understand. Do you? Now, oh, yeah, I know. You and I both got from our colleges right next to it, minors in peace and social justice. Absolutely. <laughs> they don't offer that at rehab. They're like, they... just stop shooting heroin into your eyeball, and then we'll talk about degrees. Did you see that Marilyn Manson has multiple swastika tattoos that came out today? Multiple? Yeah, he has one just here. Just in case you didn't get the point <laughs> from the first one. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Yeah, he's sponsored. He gets a hundred thousand dollars from Brazil <laughs> every time. <laughs> he gets a check in the mail uh, from that's Hitler. Funny. Uh, no, but yeah, it's, I don't. Why? That's the reason I brought up the religious sandwich cult in Plymouth. Is like these places want to grow. So why don't they change? Like, have black people in your cult, but. Be mean to I don't know. Like be more accepting. Wait, wait, wait. Like, so these people they just own sandwich shops and they don't. And that's what I heard. Did you skip over the not allowing black people part? Or no, they're just very. It's very white. It's very Christian. It's like why aren't they more inclusive? Like, well, do are there a lot of black people? Like, yo, man, I want a job at D'Angelo's. <laughs> or... <laughs> like, are there a lot of black yeah. people signing up? You know what I need? I need my D'Angelo's to also be in connection <laughs> to my higher power. No, but seriously, though, do black people even want to join? No, no. And I was a bad example. But, okay, I, I would say even, like, gay people or trans people who want inclusion well, in a group. I know they don't, but, like... Like, why won't you be... Lo like, why not be loving to everyone if that's what you're trying to preach? Because you're gay. Those people are ho closeted homosexuals who don't like gay people. Um, I mean, you know, that seems to... That happens. I, I doubt the whole religion's like that. I mean, maybe the first guy who started it, it's like, oh, I hate gay people, but I'm gay. <laughs> All right, no one's going to be allowed to be gay in my fucking turkey BMT uh, turkey. cult I got going on right now. <laughs> turkey? No one's allowed to be gay. No one's allowed to be and, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't think most of them are gay. I think they're taught to hate gay people. You okay, you know. I don't do you think that's true? I I do feel like I mean, why else would you live with such a bad haircut? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doesn't but make I, any sense. But I feel like racist people are just kind of like jealous of black people. Um, racist people are jealous of black people? Yeah. Like they I, got big dicks and are good at sports, like perhaps uh, maybe. Yeah, they probably look. A lot of them probably like really old people remember the NBA when it was all white guys with belts and crew cuts. So you might be onto something there. <laughs> Do you, that is why sports must have been so different when it was all white people. Um. Yeah. 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 It was much less inclusive, believe it or not. Do you think? <laughs> 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 okay, this is a weird parallel. <laughs> Do you think like real co like pop comedy 
now is like the whites only baseball of now. It's like it's not you're not letting everyone if everyone was able to be in it, it would be a lot better. What's uh, what do you mean by pop comedy? I don't understand the idea. Like here. the idea of, uh, I guess, pop comedy in the way of not a stand up, but like sitcoms and like movies can't be as fucked up as they like. You can't. They're like be, be as nice to like. You can't punch. I don't know how to explain it other than it's like uh, soft. I know what you're saying. It's like soft. Like Marvel's comedy. got like nine gay superheroes now. And yeah, it's, it's like white's only baseball is soft baseball. You know, it's like you're you know that you're not as good, so you're like playing it with a handicap. Okay, so yeah, and you're yeah, you're excluding talent. Exactly. And I feel like that kind of is happening. Like like even I don't know, like Sam J gets a lot of hate and it's like, what are you talking about? Like she's amazing and she's saying real shit and she's not what the cookie cutter person, but she'll still get hate. Yeah, I mean, and she's a pretty, uh, you know, pretty left-leaning person, too. She doesn't stray too far from that stuff. It's just when she does, that's when she gets hate. And it, just, it just sort of shows you. I think the more, I think the more, like, I, people like that seem to hate actual liberal people who stray every now and then more than they hate conservatives. Yeah, that's true. That's what I study, like, get, going to classes in peace and social justice, like having that being in the belly of the beast. I'm like, I get that your heart's in the right place, but you it's so You failed that class ignorant. just for being a white guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Monster. I, it was a wild, like, there were wild times where I remember I wanted to ask my teacher. I had a class called Black Lives Matter taught by a white guy mm-hmm. who was married to a white woman. But the class was called Black Lives Matter. And I remember I wanted to ask him how he felt about Milo Yiannopoulos. This is like when he was like a thing. Yes. And I was like, how do you feel about, like, what do you feel like he's married to a black man? Like, how do you feel? He goes, don't you dare mention that name in this classroom. Like, it was Voldemort. He he looks like Voldemort, but like like he was Voldemort. And I was like, I get your heart's in the right place, but you really think this is what, like, that makes me want to go read him more. Yeah. That you hate him so much. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's very short sighted to do that, to ban people and such. Because but people feel... that makes them more interesting. It just does. Yeah. Do you think you're you will find better um calmness in New York with that where you don't have to worry so much about people getting all mad? Well, I, I you can always find calmness. You can just hang around with who you want to hang around with. Mm-hmm. You know? But are people going to get in the way of where you want to be? Mm-hmm. That's the issue. Do you think Rhode Island gets a bad rap because it... Like, do you think it's deserved of the rap that it gets? Little bit. Little bit. Little bit, yeah. Um, and for people not understanding, pe- people in Boston look at Rhode Island like it's like a darker... It, they're They're like hackier and darker... Uh, you know, for a while that wasn't true. Rhode Island had a really great open mic scene that would just just destroy Boston's for a, a long time. Actually, when that change? When did that change? Um, it's just a couple of years ago, maybe you know, a year ago. But I don't get why they don't. So this is I don't mean inside baseball, but I really I want. It's like why not do both? Like you saying you going to the studio and trying to kill everywhere you go. It's like you should be able to do. 
whatever wherever you go you should be able to try to figure it out and you should be willing to take that chance yeah but an audience an audience is allowed you know to feel however they feel oh yeah they don't have to li- I, they I don't hate, have to like you i hate people who blame the audience for their bad yeah. set it's like no yuba i've seen people and, it, and the club they advertised to a certain group too mm-hmm. yeah so those people are going to show up so yeah and you know, i've you, seen people you have to read the crowd yeah one comic can do well and everyone else can bomb and it's no, it's their those comics' fault. It's like you can win over any crowd if you're good enough. I've seen, I've seen it happen. You know, mm-hmm. people not be in. I've seen fucking Langston Kerman win win over a crowd more than I'd ever seen anyone. Like you know, there's just certain people can do it. You do that sometimes. You do. You're well. You're ten years in. You deserve the cap, the notch in your belt, where you're like, yeah, you you put your time in. Mm-hmm. You never took any time off. Uh, just to get sober, three months, and I th- was that hard to get sober and get rid of your like. Um... Well, first of all, I wasn't supposed to sneak out and do it, but I did. Mm. Colleen Genevieve, she's in New York too. She used to pick me up at rehab and drive me to open mics, which are at a bar. So I used to go to a bar three times a week while I was staying in a rehab facility. Could you? Was it okay? Were you able to do it? I was not. No, if they found out, they would have kicked me out. No, I mean mentally. Were you like? Was yeah. it hard? I I honestly think like as like I figured out pretty quickly like oh I'm not gonna drink anymore. Mm-hmm. I stuck around just to make sure it's it, it would stick. Is know? it like the FOMO kind of fear of missing out? Like uh, FOMO? FOMO. I've <laughs> <laughs> never heard that before. You learn something new you every phony day. Homo, you phony homo, yeah. You fake gay. You're making it up. You fuck it. It's like you Momo. FOMO. <laughs> I'd never heard that before. Like fear of missing out. Like I remember when I was, I would like drink a lot to be like, well, if other people are doing, I want to like catch up and have as good of no, a time I just as those drinking. Mm. I just liked drinking. That's all there is to it. Like. <laughs> that's all. No, it there's is. not more. That's not. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's more to it. No, but, of course. Yeah. You know, you don't just like drinking if you're drinking a gallon of vodka every day. No, of course. There's something. There's something more than you that. You loved drinking. Do you now that you're in New York? Do you think comedy is like your full? You're going to try to make it full time, like. That's what, yeah, everyone's trying to do that. I don't know how soon it'll happen. But you made the move. Like, you real, you took that chance. Yes. Which is like a dive that you either make or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I think more than anyone, people wanted you to make that dive. Everyone yeah. was rooting. Like, everyone is rooting. I don't know. But, like, everyone I know is rooting for you. Yes, yes. I got a lot of people who've been telling me to move to New York. You got 100% on Dark Souls 1, and now you're moving on to Dark Souls 2. I don't know what that fucking means. <laughs> I don't even know. I've never even played. Th- I don't know why I said that. I think Irish like channeled into my head from the other room. Dark then, Souls. It's like you you mastered that area. You're done and you're on to New York and everyone is supporting you to move on. Uh, Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've had people tell me to move to New York for a while. So and I'm happy you did it. I'm 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 not ready to do it as a comic, but I want I do want to do it. You know, yeah, put some more time in. Um, uh, make sure you're getting up enough. Yeah. You'll be ready eventually. Yeah, I just need to... I just miss going up as much as I was able to before. Because before I was going up 11 times a week, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good amount. It's nice. I love that. Like, Al and I, Al and I are from the Cape. Al Christakis, shout out, great comic I've talked about. But it's like... 
we would have to drive an hour 45 just to do those sets so we had to make it count and we would drive every night to yeah do. he 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 really his drive is the thing that gave me like oh this is what you have to do if you're doing less then you're not it's not worth it oh uh, yeah he I, I always see him and i can tell when he just doesn't even feel like doing a set but he feel like he, he just does it because he has to anyways mm-hmm. you can tell when he's on stage <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> or when he's sitting in the back of the room just like mm-hmm. oh, well that's just because he didn't get a shot or something <laughs> diabetic <laughs> yeah he needs His fingers a, are falling off a pixie stick yeah. Thank you for coming on. I really had a, a great time, and I'm happy that you're here, and I hope to see you perform in New York. And uh, Look, man, spring. And I'm wishing for your success, too. No, thanks. Appreciate it, big guy. Um, you, too. All the congratulations on everything with the podcast. And Thank everything. you. And it was it is cool that you actually were at my first open mic I ever did at Ying's, which is when I started seriously. <laughs> Ying's. God, what a joke of a mic that was. <laughs> that was, that was a joke of a Cape Cod mic. That's, That's where I started. Oh <laughs> like I would go there every week. What was the deal with the guy who, who ran it? He was just like, oh, I love comedy so much. Uh, no, it was it's the Asian woman who runs the bar at Ying. And she was like, if this is a way to get at least three people to pay for a dinner yeah. on a Wednesday night, then they it's... They've good food there. They've gr- I brought a girlfriend there. Two times she got food poisoning, and I still would bring her there every week to go to the open mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to eat here. <laughs> like, I don't just, care. You're watching me do the same five just, minutes. Just have some sushi, all right? <laughs> don't be a bitch. Just have some sushi. <laughs> Now watch me and my three friends do the same five minutes of jokes <laughs> that we do every week. Yeah, that's the egg. And then you are at my first book Don't show. break up with me. I'm out of DMT. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. I, 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 I will turn racist. <laughs> uh, and then you are at the first one at the Red Nun. So I really am I'm happy that you are on and you've. it's weird the journey that you've been able to see me start. And I'm... Yeah, it's it has been a weird journey. <laughs> and you'll see me kill myself and quit. I guess I guess it's the other way, or you quit. Then if kill you are you. gonna kill yourself, do me a favor, put it on YouTube for your fans to see. <laughs> Trust me, I need the views. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. You should follow him at Fuck City. And don't let those big tech censorship sons of bitches <laughs> take a video of you shooting yourself in the face off the internet. That's not their right. <laughs> no, <laughs> hear that, fucking Jack. You hear that, from big Twitter? tech, huh? <laughs> big tech. Yeah. Let me kill myself. Let me kill myself online. <laughs> Get me some. I want to be monetized post death. <laughs> Fuck City USA. USA oh, is yeah. your social media. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to build up my social media now. F- that's you have the best handle. I do. Fuck City USA. Like you. That's getting, the one thing I got going for me. That you getting that is like you could make it just from that. I got that late too. I got that like a year ago. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'm, I think that it's like as soon as people find out I have it, they're gonna be like, I, I can't. You can't do this. Because why else wouldn't someone have Fuck City USA? No, there's other ones with fuck in it. But I think really? you... Yeah, because there's like an account, Fuck Next Week. Shout out, Fuck Next Week. Great uh, great clothing designer. But oh. yeah, there's... there's a, What's the podcast on gas that has fuck in it? No fucking regrets. No fucking regrets. You're good. Fuck City USA. Fuck City USA. Instagram and Twitter. Also listen to... I know it's no longer, but listen to past episodes of Dude, Where's My Goat? Because it's a hilarious podcast. Okay, yeah. With some great comedians. All right. And Alan Fitzgerald. Mm. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)